looking for the truth? Then the choice is yours. Hey, hey. Hey. Welcome back to The Choice. I'm Jonathan. I'm Marshall. Uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about something that's super controversial uh, in, in today's world, which I grew up just believing in. Um, but, you know, I look at all of the apologetics, well, not all of them, but most of them nowadays, yeah, uh, the modern apologetics, and, and I find that, you know, people who I, I hold up in high esteem uh, believe in an old earth creation uh, story or they believe in uh, evolution as part of the creation story. And even scientists, you know, nowadays, many of the scientists, renowned scientists, are stepping away from the, the, the belief in evolution itself. Uh, they, they, they think of it in a different way. They, they still use the term evolution, but they don't use the same kind of evolution that we uh, learned about probably not even five years ago. Right. Uh, it's more they've taken adaptation and turned it into, you know, mutation and survival of the fittest is more of the, the direction that people are going now. So we're going to discuss that today, and we're going to do it probably throughout a couple series here, maybe one, two, three, maybe four. Um, but we're going to start out from a biblical standpoint. Marshall has has gone over uh, this uh, on on his own, and he's he's come up with a biblical, you know, uh, support that you know the young earth creation is, is is the way to go and you know if you're going to believe in in christ as as the risen savior who died on the cross for our sins then you're going to have to believe in an original sin uh i don't see how you can get around that yeah yeah so so from that we'll uh we'll go into it sweet so okay I just had to adjust it. Yeah, no worries. Okay, there we go. Okay, so I thought I've thought about this actually quite a bit, and uh, I didn't really understand when I first was getting into apologetics how important this this topic really is, um, because when you begin to introduce the idea that Genesis is not literal history, mm-hmm. but it's just a metaphor or an allegory, what you're doing is taking the very first very first words of the Bible mm-hmm. and basically saying, okay, it's not really true. Yeah. Like it's true in some mythical sense, but it's not literally true. And from, from that point, what you're doing is basically any kind of foundation that you have in scripture, you're taking it and just saying, well, you can kind of mold scripture. And it's a very Gnostic view of scripture. Yeah. I would it's, say so. It, so there's, the, 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 there's two, there's two main things and I, I'm going to save my, the most literal point for for my second one but but the first heresy and this was hard for me to understand when i first heard this but and the word heresy is is a very serious word yeah but this is a foundational principle like you said the reason jesus had to come and do what he did and die on the cross right is because of what adam did right and eve yeah so the reason and i'm I'm gonna go to i'm gonna start in romans um chapter five there's two different scriptures i want to use in romans okay so I'm going to start in Romans 5. Actually, I got it here. Romans 5, verse 12. It says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Mm-hmm. So the reason that we die, according to Scripture, yeah. is because of sin. Because right? of sin, yes. Okay, R- R- Romans 6. Uh, verse 23 for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord okay so according to scripture the reason that we die is because of sin right right okay so before sin entered into the world according to scripture there was no death mm-hmm. right right so if you've got like let, let's just, let's say we're, we're looking at the timeline here right and right back here is Adam and then right here you got Jesus and so right here you got Adam, and this is the point where he, uh, him and Eve uh, s- sinned. Yes. Any time before that point, historically, yeah, you can't have death. No. If you do, that's a that's a heresy. Yeah. According to Scripture. Right. Because the reason again we die, is because sin entered into the world. This was a point that I didn't really understand first, yeah. and I didn't understand how important it was. Right. Is that making sense? Yeah, I do. I, I mean, just to add to that, it's like. 
And what, you know, a lot of people think of the apple. We know it's not an apple that they bit into or whatever, right? right? This fruit, right? Mm -hmm. But it was the tree of the thing, the very thing that we are actually arguing against. Mm. Right. right? Because yeah. the more knowledge of man that you get, right. the further away oh, wow. you know, from the truth right. that you get. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the knowledge of man right. is skewed and turned because yeah. we as, as sinful beings have a nature to invent uh, a storyline, right? That benefits who? Us. Us. Yeah. Right? So... It would make sense that God did not want a man to turn into selfish beings. Right. But because of temptation and because of, I think, maybe innocence, mm. they sinned. Yeah. You know, and the, and the enemy was like, surely you will not die. Mm. You know, oh, did they fall down and die immediately? No, they live for like 900 years, yeah. which is another thing that science doesn't really touch. Right. You know, they don't touch the length of time that people lived. Right. And Well, it goes against evolution. It goes against evolution, right? Everything in the scripture goes against evolution. Even mm. the evolution, the order of the way things evolved is actually the opposite of the way things, that God created things in, in, mm-hmm. in Genesis. Mm-hmm. And we're going we're gonna to read Genesis, but that point is, is, so, is so fundamental to uh, our belief, our beliefs as Christians, that... Yeah. It's it's important to understand that if you want to try and marry evolution with Christianity, uh, you actually can't do it because yeah. for evolution to be true, you've got to have millions, maybe billions of years of things dying, things evolving to get to the point where they finally are turned into a human being, well, which is completely untrue. There's no scientific evidence. There's well, no things, observable. Things evidence. have to get better too as they evolve. Right. Not worse. Yeah. And and so it, we were talking about this like we're gonna have to do a whole video just on evolution alone, but uh, we're, so we'll touch on it a little bit today. But it, so because you know evolution and the age of the earth are both linked, mm-hmm. right? Because the only way you can even make it seem feasible is by saying, oh well, it just takes a billion years, you know? Yeah. And actually, th- think about this. Think about like what what life was like a hundred years ago. Oh man, it's bananas. Think about what life was like. 500 years ago. So my 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 great grandfather, yeah. uh Otto Rossman had a Model A, right? Uh-huh. Car. Yeah. And they would drive from San Antonio to Rockport, Texas, which yeah. is a two and a half hour drive now, right? Okay. It would take them quite the day. Yeah, yeah. to get there. Uh-huh. And they basically would drive through farmlands and yeah. across people's lands. Oh yeah. Because there were no there were no roads. Yeah. You know, it's, like, that's not yeah, even that long ago. Right. And, th- and then you think about, like, 500 years ago. You think about 1,000 years ago. Like, you, I, th- I think we don't really comprehend, like, when, when someone says, because, you know, they just, scientists, they throw out these words. Oh, 600 million years ago. Oh. oh, 70 million years ago. It's like, dude, what was life like 100 years ago? Like, it's, and, and this is the other thing, is that we only have about 6,000 years of recorded history. Yeah. But I'm supposed to believe that for roughly 100,000 years, the population just stayed at like, I think it was like 300,000 or something like that. Yeah. 100,000. And it just never got any bigger. Like, even just purely from a population growth standpoint. Oh, it, it doesn't, doesn't line makes, up. It doesn't, it doesn't line, line up. up. No, not It's not all. the way populations work at all. Mm-hmm. People, populations, it's not a linear thing. It's like, they it multiplies. You know, they have three kids and then and then their three kids have you nine have, kids. It's like, You have the dark ages. You have, uh, you have the plagues. You have floods. You have... Yeah. Volcanoes, you have all kinds of things that wipe out mass number of people at one time. Yeah. But you're if things were ideally perfect, even then you're not going to be able to describe explain it through yeah. a, a theory that when it all comes down to it, folks we're not getting better, we're getting worse, right. you know. That's it's, yeah. yeah. You it's go from pure humans to right. copies of humans, right? right? Yeah. Have you ever made a copy before of a copy? You know, like it doesn't (laughs) work very well. You know, that's why you can go back and talk about Adam and Eve and how they had kids and their kids had kids and kids and kids. Well, those are brand new, made by God, human beings with Mm -hmm. DNA that we have no idea what what it's capable of, you know. And now to now, if a brother lays with a sister, then yes, of course, there's a detriment to that society. 
So yeah, we're getting on. We're getting off. I mean, th- th- yeah. this is gonna like like I said, we have so much we could talk about. So we're yeah, yeah. To, so yeah, anyway, we'll take it back to the just, biblical. Just just from the theological. So I, I wanted to start from just a Bible, but just a biblical. Well, and that's the way we should. Yeah. So 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 right there the, the, at the very beginning, you have to introduce a heresy mm-hmm. to believe in the evolution theory or to believe that the Earth is millions of years old. Right. Um, the the other thing that and I actually didn't didn't mean to talk about this, but you know you you've got you know I think it's on I can't remember what day it is, but you know you've got one day where you've got the you know the the flowers being created, the next day the bees are created. Yeah, yeah. If if you're trying to make the argument that each day is even a thousand years, yeah, which that doesn't it's, that's not enough time. Yeah, evolution. How are the flowers going to live for a thousand years well, without being pollinated? It's like it, there's so many things that it symbi- crashes into. There's, there's so many symbiotic. Anyways, so 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 here's the really. This is like as simple as it gets. Okay, so you tell me, who wrote the Ten Commandments? Uh, I have Moses didn't write them. Mo- Mo- yeah, God wrote them. God wrote them with his finger, right? Yeah, okay. on stone. On stone. Or okay. Moses went up to the mountaintop Moses and learned, to the mountain. learned learned how right. to write, yep. and then learned how to do it in stone as a carver and, and and god wrote the ten commandments with his finger right? which was placed into the ark of the covenant at one yeah. point yeah okay so here, here it is this is god speaking uh exodus 20 verse 11 this is one of the ten commandments for in six days the lord made heaven and earth Oof. the sea and all that in the midst oh, yeah. and rested the seventh day wherefore oh. the lord blessed the sabbath day and hallowed it god wrote that <laughs> So you're you're trying to tell me, or not you, but you know, the, yeah, the, the world. Someone yeah, else sure. is trying to tell me that that God didn't know what he's talking about. Well, God actually really lied right there because really it was six thousand years or it was six million year periods. To have God lie would be not God. Here's here's the other here's the other problem with that. This is one of the commandments, right? To keep mm-hmm. the Sabbath holy is a commandment yeah. from God. But but why? What why why is it a commandment? For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth and seas and all that in them is them is, and rested the seventh day. So God's saying, I did it in six days and then I rested the seventh day. So now, Jonathan, you work six days and you rest the seventh day. I'm commanding you to do that. Yeah. But what God really meant was, well, really, I did it in six million or billion years. <laughs> and that it's like, no, it doesn't. That's yeah. not how God works. God is not a God of confusion. No, He's he, order. He, th- 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 this is a commandment that 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 the Hebrews, the Israelites, were supposed to keep literally. Yeah, they work six days, they rest the seventh. God did it in six days; He rested the seventh. To start adding this stuff, it's just uh, it's absolute nonsense. Well, and, and it takes away from from uh, the divine creation too, in in, right. in the sense that that if. This is true, right? If if evolution is true, then we're not any more special than yeah. than, than monkeys or than monkeys, a horse or whatever the case. Because yeah. because why would God put in the scripture that He made us? Like He took all this time to make these other things, but then and He made them out of just speaking them into existence. Mm-hmm. But then He takes a special moment and makes man different than all other things because he took time to make it in his own image yeah you take that completely out whenever right whenever you look at it yeah we're from not, another we're perspective not the image of god we're like we're the, like the, the image of monkey or or ultimately or yeah whatever, whatever you know i i had this this is a while ago actually but i had this conversation with this girl and she was trying to convince me that evolution was true and that yeah and that she was christian so sure so she was trying to mold the two together and she was trying to make this argument. She said she was using evolution, and she said, "Oh, this beautiful process." I'm thinking, "What are you talking about? Beautiful process? Yeah. You're talking about millions of things dying, so that because so, you know the only way evolution works is you know two things reproduce, which again, reproduction is such a miracle in <laughs> like, general. To even think that, that they've that, even that, shown that, that now that, that reproduction could be just an accident. It's like, bro, you're you're, you're have dreaming. You see, have you seen that new video? Which one? Where the 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 sperm and the egg get together? No. And there's a a light scientists oh, have have, no have video yeah. of the light it's just the whole thing is a, it's, it's just a miracle that's the god thing going yeah. right there so it's, it's just such a such an insult to, to the creator you know to just be like oh it was just it was just an accident um oh, what, was I, what was i gonna say oh yeah so she was trying to explain to me how the whole evolution evolutionary process is so beautiful and and then she was like and over the course of the millions and billions of years where you know we're talking about from, from a single cell which this is the biggest problem with evolution is that the the the, the actual mechanism 
of random mutation and natural selection doesn't add any new information. Mm -mm. So, you know, you've got to, you know, for, for an animal to go from a fish to develop a whole new respiratory system to now develop lungs that can breathe in oxygen and to walk, it's like, you're, you're talking about brand new information. It doesn't just happen. But man, they found a catfish that, you know, walk. Like, well, there you go. It's, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's so all, laughable. It's all the problem. It's just so laughable when you, when you actually start to think about it logically, you're like, oh yeah, that's not how anything works ever. No. Nothing gets better by itself. It's one of my favorite things to watch is the guys like, you believe in, like, yeah, I believe in evolution. And he's going to these, these engineers and science uh, type yeah. of universities. And they're like, yeah, I, of course I believe that. And they're, they're like, well, is there any example that you can tell me of, macro uh, yeah of of anything changing kind right a change of kind that's right a change of kind and he's like what do you mean he's like what well, kind of can a monkey go from a monkey to a horse right and he goes no i can't give you an example of that yeah because there are no examples of those yeah you just know? any example of any kind of macro evolution because there isn't any right. right it's all just little tiny changes like within almost, its own yeah kind. right within the kind yeah and 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 <laughs> Yeah, anyways, like I said, we'll get into evolution later. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's uh, and so she was trying to explain to me that evolution can be within the model of Christianity. And at, at this at this time, I didn't really fully like know just how foolish that was. But and and so she was explaining the evolution pro- process, which is all imaginary. And and then she said, and by imaginary, I mean not observed, not scientific. And then she said, and then when man, I don't know however they became man from a monkey to you know a little yes. bit more of a man than man she said and that's where god stamped his image and i was like what Whoa. are you talking about dude that's awesome just to think about it i know but here's the part i didn't i didn't think about because what i should have said was that so you're ta- you're telling me that there was death before sin oh yeah for all that to be true yeah all of those monkeys had to yeah. die yeah but according to the scripture according to yahweh according yeah. to paul and in the garden we ate fruit and vegetables right. it's there was no death right so that it's 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 very simple but i think what happens is we get so caught up trying to look good to the world yeah you gotta fit in man yeah and it's like you don't understand like this is the thing that i think a lot of christians need to understand more clearly the world's gonna hate us we're going to be persecuted be, like Jesus, right? I can, I can be as, as scientifically sound as I want, and I can make the best arguments ever. And and there are some atheists that are just never going to be convinced. Oh, no. And they're going to hate me no matter what. Because because fundamentally, what I'm telling them yeah. is that you're not a good person. You're actually a really bad person. Like me. And and just like me. And yeah. you need Jesus to save you from yes. your sin. Yeah. Most people are going to be like, nah, I'm good. I don't need that. Yeah. Because you know, they're like, oh, I'm not that bad. I'm not, you know. I don't do this. Right. I don't do this like so and so. Yeah. There's somebody. There's somebody uh, that says they don't do this like you, out there. Yeah. So I mean, everybody's got their thing, right? Yeah. And nobody's better than anybody else. So so right there, if 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 you're gonna, I just wanted to make it as simple and fun, like fundamental as possible. If you if because I I will ask, and if I had this conversation with any other apologist, I would say, do you believe the Bible's the word of God? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they would say yes. Yeah, of course. And I, and I would go to Exodus 20:11. I say, who wrote Exodus 20? Who wrote, who wrote the Ten Commandments? If they if they know they they would say well actually God literally wrote them yeah Moses wrote the account but God literally wrote it with his finger mm-hmm. and then I would and then I would read Exodus twenty eleven mm. for in six days he he made heaven and earth and on the seventh day he rested Oof. and I would say okay so what's God saying there is he is he is he is he allegorizing no no this is a commandment you can't tell it's me written that, in stone you can't tell me it's poetry you can't tell me it's it's allegory because no yeah. th- these co- these are commandments. Commandments right. are not at all allegory. They're which, literal. Which begs begs to question why modern Hebrew people say they don't believe in like the original sin in the same sense that we right. do. Right? Like yeah. how could you not, man? Yeah, I don't know. How could you not? You know, it's there's a scripture in 1 Corinthians that says, it's that you know, pride, man. There's a there's a veil when they read the Old Testament. It says there's a veil over their eyes mm-hmm. that's done away with with the Messiah. Yeah. He, so he if, removed the veil. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. But so if, if it's, it's like, it's like a, it's almost like when, when Saul had scales over his eyes, yeah. but then Jesus came to him and then, you know, he fasted and, and then, and then the scales fell off. Yeah. It's like that kind of a, it's like that kind of a um, deceit or mm-hmm. that kind of a, what do you call it? I'm trying to think of a word, uh, deception. Right. And that's, that's, that's one of the reasons why Jesus like came, right? Well, it's probably the main reason Jesus came was mm-hmm. to set the new covenant up and to have that there is no no mediator, nobody between me yeah. and you. Right. 
right? You don't need somebody to interpret the scripture to you, nope. right? Because I, me, am the fulfillment of that scripture. Not yeah. me, Jonathan, but me, Jesus. I'm talking, yeah. You know, so when he's, he's, he came to die to set that particular covenant up yeah. so that when we needed anything, when we needed to know what a scripture meant, we would just ask, right? Yeah, right. Ask and you shall receive and, and really ask for the wisdom to understand. And he, if there's something that God wants to give out, which it says in the scripture, he will give out wisdom. Right. Um, so if you need something from him, all you have to do is ask, right? Yeah. You know, and, and the thing is, is a necessity is way different than a want. A lot of people pray mm. for wants. Right. Make yeah. me rich. Make me give it a Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. Make me have big homes. All that kind of mansions and everything yeah. else. That's not God's business, right? right? God's business is in making sure that none shall perish, mm-hmm. right? And that all should have eternal life through His Son, Jesus Christ, right? right? So just just bringing it back to, to the whole Scripture-based thing. Yeah. It's like God did things, said things, wrote things for us to understand that not only was Adam and Eve real, but we all come from Adam and Eve, right? Yeah. Well, we all come from Noah, but Noah came from Adam and Eve. Um and and what's what's really bothered me it's really racked my brain because you know i i get these these uh, articles and read them yeah you know whether they be whoever they from whoever they're from it doesn't matter yeah that say that genesis 1 through 11 is just oh yeah it's myth based it's all allegory it's an allegory right and you know it's not not until you get to abraham is it real mm. you know, is anything real right like, you're talking about the same book, right? Same book. In the name, Genesis. Yeah. Means the beginning of things, right? Right. You're telling me that book, the first 11 verses. 11 chapters. Or 11 chapters are just poetic. Right. Mumbo jumbo. Right. Right? That we refer to them as a story. A story... I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me, right? Why would you not just make that a book on its own? Yeah. Because it belongs to the rest of the book. Right. And I just don't understand. And you mentioned the genealogies too. Yeah. And then on top of that, exactly. Then it's, you know, we we went over this in in earlier podcasts. If if y'all would like to look at that, you could always go to the online. We have that one online um, on, on the genealogy. Um, where, you know, Seth beget whoever and whoever right, and all the right. way down to basically, uh, to, Noah, to Noah. Yeah, right? right. And it, and from it tells Adam to Noah from Adam to Noah in, in, in Genesis five, it, it shows you why would you even mention right. that? Why would you mention what's the, the, what's the need to mention every single dad and then their son, their firstborn son? What for? What for? If it's, Yeah. If it for for poetry, right? Get out of here! It's because you mentioned it before. Like it's so important for the Hebrews, for the Israelites to to um, always keep records, absolutely, so that they can track themselves all the way back on the line of Benjamin, on the line of Jesse, on the line. That's right. That's right. And you know, it's it's just really like it's our modern thinking. Well, really, what what it comes down to is it's 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 a foundation that okay, I know evolution's true because a scientist told me it's true. Yeah. And really, all scientists are today are just kind of like they're priests that we just kind of believe. Oh my god! Because they have like this authority of scientists. I mean, look at the COVID it, thing, man. Just golly, that's bro. it's like you know the expert. The experts say, blah blah blah. Jump and, off a bridge, and everybody's and you're just, just like, supposed to believe Wee! it. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, th- th- that that's the problem. Where it's like, and like you said it before, and this kind of gets back to other religions. But, you know, like like certain religions that you have to go through a priesthood to get to God. Yeah. But then, like, like you mentioned, is that, what, is that what Jesus came to accomplish? Did he come to accomplish so that I could go and pray to a priest? No, he came to abolish religion altogether. <laughs> so it's like, dude, Jesus said, you we, don't need a man to teach you. In fact, the enemies used the Christian, Christian uh, faith yeah. uh, as, as calling it a religion right. just to deceive those that are not Christians. Right. Oh, you're religious. No, actually, I'm not religious. In fact, I think religion is is what keeps you from the Holy Spirit. Right. You know, because mantras and all that stuff don't get you there. Yeah. 
The only person that gets you there is Christ and to believe in Christ and to wait on Christ. And when you wait on Christ and you ask for the Holy Spirit, yeah. then the Holy Spirit will be there. Right. And it's not the same for everybody. Yeah. It, you may receive the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit gives you the gift of right. there's prophecy. Di- or there's whatever. diverse gifts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to read another one. So like, th- this is a, another verse that um, I'm going to read. This is Jesus talking, okay? This is Matthew 19, verse 4. He said, And he answered and said unto them, Have ye, have ye not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? Hmm. Jesus is saying that at the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. And it says in the beginning in Genesis that <laughs> God made man right. male and female so that they could be joined together as one. Right. It's Come again, what? It's just a, So he's talking about Genesis. Right. The creation story at that part, right? According to Jesus, the beginning is when he made the male and female. But according to Mr. Christian evolutionist, that's not the beginning. Yeah. The beginning really is millions of years before wow. that. Wow. You know, when everything was just a, I guess we were just a spinning space ball. And um, so the I am. I don't know. The I am before whoever, right? Abraham, I am. Right. He, he believes the Genesis story. Right. Oh, he, well, because he, it's his story, but still. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is if Jesus mentions this, it's right. not so that you can run into this like yeah. allegorical baloney stuff. Yeah. No, it's 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 a it's a it's something that obviously those people in the day knew exactly what he's talking about. Of course. Yeah, it's um, it's it, you have to do mental gymnastics, you know, to to, to believe the, to to try and mold, meld these two things that are really contradictory together. Um, you, you you have to you have to and like like the guys in the video you sent me he said really all, all it's doing is just taking scripture and just kind of like removing the the validity of it yeah yeah well and that's the thing if if you undermine it even undermine the scripture even a little bit right right then it all becomes whatever the interpretation of whoever whatever yeah. you know like, like like that guy we we we've done a video before about um a, a guy who's a reverend yeah and you know he basically takes the bible as a you know, as a buffet, you know, take it or leave it, you know? Yeah. I take out what I need. Right. And, and then I, I discount what is not. What, whatever suits me, I'll take that part and I'll say, oh, well, this is the word of God. And all oh, the, well, yeah, this is what the God really yeah. meant. And and then, but the parts where, yeah, where you don't like it, where it like confronts your sin. Yeah. Then it's like, well, I mean, come on. Which is the most important parts, right? Right. Right. Because I'm not perfect person. I'm still a sinner. Like, I, I don't think I'm going to be perfect until like I step into heaven. Yeah. With Christ, and then all that is not going to be there, yeah. because I am covered by this bag, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of skin that that desires food that is not supposed to eat, that yeah. desires, you know, money and things like that, just out of out of just sheer desire. Right. But through Christ, I can overcome those things. Um, so, for us to rely on man's yeah. man's knowledge. It just it just becomes almost comical to me because yeah man I've I've delved into so many different subject subjects over my lifetime in in detail because I'm a very analytical person if you haven't been able to understand that already you know I like to break things apart and look at them down to the the quark I guess you could say uh-huh. and what I've found is that even when I do that even in my Thinking and understanding, there's fallacy. There's there's things that are completely wrong, man. Because yeah. then I'll talk to somebody about it, and they'll be like, "No, that's not what that means." Yeah, right. You know, it's iron sharpens iron, and all that kind of thing. Uh-huh. But still, it's like none of us know okay. that kind of thing. It's exactly what you're talking about right here. It's like then the Bible warns us too about stuff like this. This Colossians two eight. It says, "Beware lest any man spoil spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men." after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Ooh. So it's like, you know, this is the this is a lot of what Paul, when you read the letters, he's warning, you know, Timothy and, and, and the church about. Oh, I heard a good thing about Paul the other day. Go ahead, keep yeah, going. Yeah, and, and just, just be, like, beware of, of the philosophy of men. 
Yeah. Because it sounds really good, and especially what, like if you're living in sin, then it sounds really, really good. Yeah. Because now you've got an excuse, you know, and you, and you've got a, a preacher that's that's a Christian that are telling you, well, you know, really, you you can live any Oof, kind, man, you can live any kind sucks, of lifestyle man. you want. I hate and, that. And, and 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 they'll use certain scriptures. Of course, they're not going to take scriptures in context. They're not going to read the whole thing. But they'll take certain Bible verses, and then they'll use even the Bible to try and support the fact that, well, you know, yeah, a man, a man can lie with another man, you know, and 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 and, 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 and you know, and, but the Bible is warned so clearly about stuff like that, and even Jesus, you know, in Matthew twenty four, yeah, when the disciples are asking him about, you know, about some of the end times, he's the first thing he says is, "Beware, lest any man deceive you." Yes, it's the first thing he warns them about, and 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 I think a lot of, and I, I was actually really thankful. Jonathan texted me. He was like, "Hey, man, I really want to do this about um, you know the age of the earth." And I was like, "Oh, heck yeah, dude! It's so important because it's 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 so fun. It's so foundational. That's what I want to do." Oh man! If 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 you don't believe Genesis one is is literal history, because here's the thing: Jesus believed it was literal history. Paul believed it was literal history. Peter believed it was literal history. Everybody in in this book, at least believed that when they read Genesis they weren't reading some allegory they believed they were reading and and, and this is the thing is that when you when you go like like in the genealogy like even even one of Jesus' genealogies it goes I think it goes back to Adam to prove that he's the son of man yes yes exactly <laughs> so it's 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 all you know it's all um sorry someone just called me <laughs> the 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 Bible is self authenticating uh, authenticating you know and we've got other outside sources that that can prove to us that the bible is historical you yeah know? which we, we will cover I'll, I'll show a video a clip here in a little bit yeah uh, of just a little bit of something that we will go we'll go over just to show yeah. you that, that yeah there there are things out there that there are people there's not many though which is surprising to me there are not many oh, people yeah. out there that are defending the young earth no not very many because, because they don't want to look stupid. They don't want to look stupid. Yeah. Exactly. They don't want to look stupid. And, you know, I don't care. If I look stupid, then so be it. I look stupid for, for we're, Christ. We're, 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 fools, we're fools for Christ. If the whole world thinks that we're stupid, this is the thing. Like Jesus said it to his disciples. They hated me, and I yeah. was perfect. How much more are they going to hate you? I mean, yeah. dude, they couldn't even find fault with Jesus. But, I mean, dude, they can find fault with me. They could go back in my past, and they could be like, dude, Marshall, you're a hypocrite, blah, blah, blah. And, and they could point out my sin, and I would be like, Hey man, you're not wrong. I mean, I am a sinner, you know. Yeah. But with so Jesus, true. they couldn't ever even get, point anything to him because he was literally perfect, and everything that he, he would taught. catch them in their thoughts and call them blasphemers. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So why are you thinking this? You're blaspheming, basically. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Like this is God, you know? Yeah, and this is something that we haven't talked about this yet. But there's this there's this apologist that I like, Saiten Bruggenkate, and this is one of the things he emphasizes when he's teaching apologetics is that, you know. To try and be like buddy buddy with the world is not our goal, and, yeah. And this is one of the things actually that that I uh, I really appreciate about someone like him, because no matter what, he's going to tell them the gospel, right? Yeah. And and and, and the, the truth about the gospel that you know, because like fundamentally, the gospel is that man is sinful and he needs a savior. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so, but then what I find what a lot of apologists will try and do is they'll kind of try and skirt around that because it's an uncomfortable thing to tell someone, especially someone who's very prideful. Yeah. Look, man, you really you really need a savior, and they're like, dude, I don't need a savior. I'm good, bro. Man, I've seen so many people break down because of people who actually use that tactic, though. Mm -hmm. Like they, that's when they usually come to Jesus is when people know, use man. the tactic of. So, have you ever stolen anything? Right. Yeah, right. I've stolen something. Have you ever lied? Yeah, I've lied. Uh, Just. Have you ever have you ever thought uh, yeah. of about another man or woman, depending on who he's talking to? Yeah, ever, ever looked with lust? Yeah, you ever looked with lust and says, "Yeah, I've done that." He says, "Well, then, what makes you think you deserve heaven?" Yeah, because you're just like anybody else. Yeah. You're you're just yeah. like the criminal. Right. Exactly. And and he goes, "So you think that Jesus would allow you? God would allow you in heaven?" Then then they, they come to terms. Go no, because the standard. In fact, it says it in the Word of God. Mm. The standard is Christ. Yeah. That's the standard to get into heaven. Yeah, moral perfection. And there's nobody there <laughs> except for Christ. So that is the reason for his, yeah. his coming, and that is the reason for him dying is because we cannot enter into the heaven yeah. right? without Christ. He's the only way. He's, he's the only way. So, yeah, I actually just wrote, that's so cool that you said it. I just wrote like a little Facebook post about that, uh, about the lie of universalism, and I said... Um, because somebody said something to the effect of like, you know, there's tons of ways. Maybe it was Oprah. I don't know. 
you know, there's tons of ways to get yeah. to heaven. Oprah you know? is a tons of ways. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I just, I just said, you know, look, man, Jesus said, you know, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And he said, I'm the way, the I'm the truth, truth and the and life. life. Mm-hmm. No man comes to the Father except by me. Mm-hmm. And and then, and then later he does say, I am the door. Yeah. As well. Oh. And uh, and it's in narrow the, is the way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and and so it's so, it's, and so, a, it's a one man. Yeah, right. Fits one man. You know who that one man is? Right. It's Jesus. He's the person who stands in the gap. Right. The door. And and that was the next one. That's what I used was, and this is again Jesus speaking. He said, you know, broad is the way that, that leads to destruction, and many there be that find it. And he yeah. said, narrow is the way that leads to life, yeah. and few there be that go that way. So, narrow. Uh, uh, narrow is the way. Yeah. The word of God. Narrow is the way. Yeah. Wide, World Wide Web, you know. Right. Think of a web. Why would they call it a web? Oh, wow. Right? Because you yeah. can't get out of it. So, Jeez. I mean, there's just so many things that the, that, the earth, that the world is telling you spiritually, but without the eyes and the ears, yeah. you're never going to hear and see unless right. you know Christ. Oh, yeah. And that, that was the other thing I was going to bring up. Um, because what, what, and you, you, we were talking about the wisdom of man. And the difference, because, you know, like the reason I think a lot of Christians are falling into this trap is because they hear, you know, a reputable scientist and he says, well, you know, we know the earth is 4.6 billion years old. Mm. First question. OK, how do you know that? Yeah, <laughs> you weren't there. But e- either way, um, y- y- we hear these scientists and actually y- you showed a clip of Eric Hovind mm-hmm. and, and he said, you know, 100 year, uh, he said 200 years ago, scientists believe certain things. And then a hundred years later, ninety percent of what they believed, they knew was wrong. Mm-hmm. He said a hundred years after that, again, ninety percent of what they believed was true. Now, now they know is is to be wrong, mm-hmm. because the the person he was having to debate with was arguing from authority and from consensus, mm-hmm. saying, "Well, all you know, like you know, whatever you've heard that you know, well, ninety seven percent of scientists believe that the Earth is gonna be a hot whatever you know, the hot yeah. fiery ball in twenty years, and we're all gonna die, whatever it is, you know, and." So an argument from consensus is such a weak, foolish argument because you can look back in history at any point, and I, and I like to use this example of the, of, the, of the Germans. An entire nation, however many millions of people that were in Germany, were deceived to believing... The entire nation. To believing that... We're on the verge of all that right now. Yeah, we totally are. And, and so a whole nation was deceived to believe that it's, 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 it's okay or it's at least acceptable. Or at least, if they didn't agree with it, they went along with it. Yeah. Maybe there's yeah. half of them that, that, didn't, that didn't, <clears throat> didn't even agree. That's even worse to me because you know it's wrong. You're still going along with it. Well, that's, that's, that's really bad. That's what fear bad. can do to you, yeah. And so a whole nation went with one guy and he was absolutely you know, Not evil. just a whole nation. We need to bring it back a little bit. Yeah. Germany before the Holocaust was uh-huh. looked at as the way to be. In all kinds of things, yeah, in right. science, and all kinds of things, because they were just and increasing in popularity like crazy. They Hit, were ahead of everything. Hitler was Time Person of the Year. Yes, and he yeah. won the Nobel Peace Prize. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying is like not not just Germany. Right. We all thought, you right. know, as a human race, that that was the thing over there. And now yeah. we all know better, right? Well, what happened? You would think. What happened? But a lot of the same ideology is happening is happening today. It might be a different packaging. Oh, it's but, completely different packaging. But I would say mostly people that are on the left. Anyways, we don't get to get political. Yeah, no, no. It's just it's it's, it's just, just to prove the point. We will go into conspiracies and stuff like we that will. sooner. Yeah, or later. we're not afraid to talk about anything. We, we yeah. don't care. Yeah. But um, the uh, the point I'm trying to make is that an argument from consensus is always a foolish argument. Oh my gosh. And if 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 you're gonna go with the millions of men. And women who yeah. are who are going to be deceived, you are going to be just like them. You, you know, need to, at one you, point you, in time, you, New Kids and Block was the best music in, on on radio. You know what I mean? So I'm just letting you know. It's you've got to have your trust in something higher. And you know, when it comes to truth, what is you know the fundament, the funda- foundational question of what is truth? Truth is only true as perceived by a perfect perceiver. Yeah, because like, and I'll use the example again with with the you know with the Nazis because it's just, it's such an easy ex- thing to point well, back to. Well, and we all know, yeah. And so it's easy for us to say, you know, if if we've got you know a Nazi and then someone who's like a twenty first century American today, 
we can all can uh, in consensus agree yeah the nazi was morally wrong but morally wrong according to who because according to hitler and those guys they were right yeah according to us they're wrong so now we've just got a, a difference in opinion so truth is that which is true according to a higher perceiver which is yahweh yeah he's the perfect perceiver and he is he is like the measuring stick or he's the the reference point to which everything actually stands by and like if, if you ever have a if you're if we're talking about because when you talk about right and wrong we're talking about morality yeah and 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 some for something to be right it has to be more it has to be more close to moral perfection mm-hmm. as opposed to less like more more close to evil but to be more close to moral perfection there has to be a standard there has to be a standard by which you're attaining to right yeah because for me to to tr- to try and create a more perfect utopia or whatever i have to be getting closer to some kind of a standard it can't just be yeah. the opinions of the day and he's not saying you wouldn't know right from wrong right because as humans we know right yeah. from wrong right we got the commandments written in our hearts yeah but there's still something that put that standard in place right yeah. and that standard has to be there what is that standard what is that standard for you what is that standard for you what is yeah. that standard for me well for me it's christ and i know that i'm never going to obtain it but like paul paul said i'm going to try every day Every day I'm going to try. Yeah, right. You know, if I have to die to myself every day, then so be it. Right. You know, I'm going to try to obtain perfection by looking at the standard, you know, which is Christ, right. so that I could enter into heaven, you know. And if Christ believed in, in Adam and Eve, which, of course, he did because he's God. <laughs> yeah. So if Christ believed in Adam and Eve, therefore I believe in Adam and Eve. Yeah. And, you know, the guy that we're going to show you, he's, he said this. He's an academic. He's a geneticist. He he is far leaps and bom- beyond, leaps and bounds beyond my intel- mm-hmm. intellect, and he became a Christian, was an atheist. Mm-hmm. And he says that when he was going to get baptized, because he has he has done things for the world in genetics that have really improved people's lives. Mm-hmm. He says when he was going to get baptized, he heard distinctly from the Lord, and the Lord told him, he says, you know, you're going to have to give up your academic career for this. Yeah, absolutely. And boom. So it's just one of those things where, you know, God's not asking for a little bit of you. Yeah, right. You know, he's asking for all of it. And, you know, it's not like it. Some, for some people, I know people who have been saved and who have changed so dramatically and followed God like on fire, like from that point on without yeah. ever looking back. Does that mean they're sin sinless no that's not what right. i'm saying i'm just saying on fire fire yeah, like right. where you're just like how is that possible yeah. that was god created that person for that specific purpose mm-hmm. so that people can be drawn to a flame and and people need that in order to get through so yeah. you know and just like he created us to break down the word part it to you and and you know have some have have you understand where we're coming from because we're just like laymen Mm-hmm. trying to get other laymen to see, hey, right. there is more to this than just God is a God that wants you to for, forget all the bad things that you did and that you're, you're that and forget the things that you like doing and all. That's not the way God works. Right. You know, God doesn't want you to, you know, stop doing things and quit, you know, whatever that you're doing, all that. What he wants you to do is draw closer to him. In fact, he's the one drawing you closer to him. And when you get close to him, those things from a supernatural point will start to dwindle away. It's like the the chaff being burned by the fire. Yeah. You know, they will dwindle away. You won't need to like rapidly do something different, although you will want to. Right. The beauty of the beauty of Christ's love for us is that while we were yet sinners, Christ and, died for that's us. That's right. That's right. Uh, I can't remember what it is. I should have that scripture memorized, but that's that's the beauty of it. You know, you, you don't have to turn your life around. And and we this is this is First Corinthians fifteen twenty two. It says, mm. and this is the NIV version. Sorry, sorry, uh, there, buddy. It's not King James. <laughs> should be sorry. <laughs> it's true. I, I I agree with him too. But for as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. You know, and this yeah. is New Living Translation. Just as everyone dies because we all belong to Adam. Mm-hmm. What, what was that? We all belong to Adam. Everyone who belongs to Christ will be given a new life, right? Yeah. Uh, ESV, for as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. 
Okay, is this the allegorical Adam we're talking about? I mean, because if it is, then that's just a, a story. Yeah. And therefore, there is no if, original if, sin. If, if right? it's allegory, then, then how did sin enter the world? That's the question. That's where you the rubber meets the road. That's the right. the whole. It can't be a hypothetical. Right. If it's a hypothetical, then salvation becomes a hypothetical. It does absolutely. And then Christ becomes a hypothetical. Right. So now if, we're if can, now can, we're in a real weird state. If you can't point back to to where we fell or the fall, if you can't point back to that that moment, then how do you know we even need a savior? Mm, it's, it's, it's 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 everything seriously like and and and, and pe- christians will try and, and and reconcile and i don't know why they they they, they want to reconcile with the this world this nature man this human nature man you know but it's everything falls apart the bible and and we're we're show, we'll continue to show through these Chuck Musler videos the bible is every word every letter intentional man is intentional and the holy spirit was the author and 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 you you just can't get away from that. That's why he stays with the King James as much as possible because I agree with him too. When you read the King James version of the Bible, there is a spiritual aspect to that version of the Bible that actually changes you. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. There's a Bibles you can learn from, like like I think the NIV is the best teaching Bible, mm-hmm. period. But you're not gonna get. Like I said, you're not going to get that strong spiritual aspect that the K- KJV does. Nah, yeah, it, it's just amazing, actually. Yeah, we're going to do a whole separate video because I have a like a little Bible study type of thing that That's I do. That's cool, with, man. Uh, with the I can't James wait version, for that man. one, really. So, I'm because yeah. I, 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 I dig it. I, yeah. I, I, I used to dig it when I was younger, and then I got this NIV Bible. It's in my it's in my drawer because I can't keep it together because mm. it's just yeah, right. it's broken apart from being flipped through so many times and written in. Yeah. Um, but, and I keep it because it reminds me of how much effort I've put into, you know, my faith and and it it, it reminds me to keep that burn alive, you know, because, you know, there have been times in my life where, you know, I have distanced and came back and distanced, you know, because, you know, I'm human. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's, we just wanted to, you know, give a strong standpoint for, for, uh, why Adam and Eve do exist should exist and and in your in your own salvation you know need to be there because again you can't hypothetically create something that you need a savior for it just doesn't make sense yeah and so <clears throat> with that we love everyone we uh we uh will extend to you, to our our listeners that if you feel like you're have fallen away from God or you feel like you've never known God, you know, uh, then you know we can we can definitely help you, and that would be the choice that would make your life completely different from you know the sinful man that it that it was because God does make new creations once you have received him you are a new creation all things have have fallen away the old things and all things become new um, you can email us at the choice podcast at outlook.com and one of us will get back with you and uh, if you want you can leave your number or uh, we can do it through email however you'd like uh, we can help lead you to salvation. Uh, I'm Jonathan. I'm Marshall. And we thank y'all. Thanks, guys.